Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Cheez-Its. Mmm, yum-yums. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we take all the album or we take whatever band <laughs> we're to. I can't even do this. This pod-talking, pod-talking. Oy. So what we do here on this episode, we rank all the albums from whatever band or artist we're doing, and we also give our biggest banger from each of those. Uh, but before we do that, we do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, same idea of Six Degrees of Kevin Baker, but with Tom and then the band of the week. Uh, so go to while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Give us five stars on, on Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please go do that. Uh, all social media, <laughs> at Asinine Radio. At, and uh, we have a phone number. You can call, leave us a voicemail, whatever you want. Um, phone number is 503. Through- oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 503. 503- Eight nine three five three zero seven. Now that the stupid intros are over, let's get right into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. Go. Do you um? Do you have one? I don't. Tie. Do you? I do. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. I have one. Okay. Yeah. So, because only two people in the band, so I I, I don't want to yeah. do Jack White. It's boring. So Meg White <laughs> was uh was supposed to have written the theme song for Let's Go to Prison, that, that Dax Shepard movie. Mm, I don't you know what I'm talking about? Movie. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, so Dax Shepard played in a bunch of movies that were just immediately mediocre. That one with Dane Cook, Employee of the Month or whatever with Dane Cook. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. There was just, like, a run of movies that were basically, like, even just bad for TV movies. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, so she was supposed to write the theme song for that, and it was just supposed to be like a like a pretty much drum and percussion only theme song and a very drum and percussion heavy soundtrack. But the last minute, the studio pulled it. They, like All of the stuff that she wrote for the, the, the movie, they pulled everything and released it, and then the movie did shit. Of course, yeah. Because of that. That's the reason why. Yeah, because they pulled it. Why did, why did they not use her stuff? Um, probably probably because it, was, it wasn't... Uh, I mean, this is a movie... That is starring people that are very vanilla, very run of the mill, and so to mm. have have a weird theme song like that that's not like poppy, like The Office or something is probably they probably thought that it wouldn't do well. Mm-hmm. I okay. would think, you know what I mean? It's too, it's too, it's, it's too weird, it's too aggressive. But anyway, Meg White, Let's Go to Prison, and in the movie features Tim and Eric. In the movie, Let's Go to Prison. Really? They're in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric directed the Phantom Planet music video for their song ah, Dropped. Dropped. That's a great... Uh, have you ever seen that video? Uh-uh. I didn't even know it's about so it. so good. I didn't, I didn't oh, know he directed so it this week. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, Phantom Planet's bassist, Sam Ferrer. Ferrar. Yeah. So Sam has played with... Uh, he played bass for a ton of people, um, including Hanson's third album that I thought was kind of funny. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Which Hanson's third album also has a slew of guest musicians. Michelle Branch is a bunch of musicians on Hanson's third Weird. album. 
Did but, you see? Uh, uh, wait, wait. Did you see Michelle Branch re-recorded her whole first record? Did she? Yeah, and it came out last week. Yeah, Dude, she's I mean, married I, to the fucking drummer from the Black Keys. Yeah, it's so strange. And, Such an ugly and, and and she's only done three albums. No way, really. That's it. Really, I had no yeah. idea. What the fuck? But that first record's really good. Was it like the Spirit Room? Yeah, I think it's, it's called the Spirit Room. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, she just re-recorded it, and and he played all the drums on it, and then of course. Why wouldn't? And then I think I think they both played like all the instruments on it, and they produced it together. Well, that's cute. Yeah, very cute, adorable. Totes. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> Sam played uh, bass with Maroon Five, or is playing bass with Maroon Five. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who has uh, Adam Lev- Levine? Levine, and this is where it gets super easy. Adam was on a Lil Wayne song, "Trust Nobody." From his thirteenth mm. album, Little Wayne has an interesting history of Blink, New Blink. God, dude, and then it's that so Blink bad. The Tom. Wow, dude, I, I always forget about that. That what's my age again? <laughs> like remix, I guess you could say. Well, and then the tour. Oh, dude, what a shit show! And that then the was. tour that he dropped out of, and everyone's like, "Why did he drop out?" And then he didn't really give like a good explanation. But realistically, he probably woke up and was like, "Why am I doing this? This is fucking yeah. dumb." Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. And yep, said, yep, I'm yep. out. I'm done. Goodbye. This is fucking, you guys are all stupid. <laughs> he was the smart one in the situation. <laughs> Never thought I would say that, but he was. But he's, I mean, yeah, he's, he's so much bigger than Blink in, in regards to selling out shows like that. Sad, but true. Just one, one of the biggest, like, f- flubs in uh, music, music history, I guess. Like something that everybody or like that the record labels and stuff and the band thought was good it was gonna be wildly successful just completely flopped. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're like scrambling to fill seats and all these massive stadiums that they did and they were just remember yeah, the, and the Vegas away residency and Yeah. Like that was nobody showed up to that either. Poor it's Blink. Embarrassing. Yeah. Well, it's because Tom's not in the band, man. But it's not even Tom. Like Blink could have done that during the Toy Page era. That's it. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, they're they're definitely not on top of the world when it comes he, to their music. But even if they were massive now, this is not the crowd. Vegas doesn't want to yeah. see pop punk bands. They want to see like hip hop stuff. That's the or crowd. Or they want to see like older stuff. I mean, that's why Elton John and Celine Dion have made their later part of their career in Vegas, you know? Yeah. I guess Sting is doing that too. He's he's doing like a like what Blink did where they play like four weekends in a row. He's doing that in, in, I think it's Caesar's Palace or something like that. Yeah, Sting can do it. Yeah, because he, the police, I mean, that's why, because those songs are just so massive. But Blink never had anything as massive as the stuff that p- the police put out. Not no. even close. Nah. But anyway, uh, what were we, what were we talking about? We're getting into the rankings. Oh, yeah. we Okay, that was the six degrees of Tom DeLonge. So, uh, yeah, let's get into the rankings, the the White Stripes rankings. Uh, we're going to start with their, their worst record up to their best and uh, give our biggest banger, our BB, from each record. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. Number six. So I don't have like a worst record. It's just my least favorite. I don't think they've made a bad record. Let me just, okay. let me just throw mm-hmm. that out there right now. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. But this record I thought would be here. I, some of my, rec- my, my rankings changed dramatically, but this one I thought would be here, and it, it ended up being here. And that's Get Behind Me, Satan, their okay. sixth album, 2005. And just never got into this one when it came out. And on subsequent listens, never got into it. I like the sounds. I like the use of the piano. 
It's got a very cool bluesy vibe to it. I just don't really care for it in my white stripes. And mm-hmm. getting a little bit more into the new album, or not the newest album, our album of the week, they'll change some of my perceptions on what I want them to sound like. But this one, I just don't, I just don't want it there. I, I didn't like it there. I didn't appreciate it there. I didn't want it there. <laughs> but uh, okay. but with the song "Blue Orchid," that's I mean that's a fucking banger. It's a yeah oh, killer song. Fucking rad guitar line. It's but like like overall their sound here is, is amazing. They sound they sound the way I want them to sound. I just don't. Uh, the piano really just didn't do it for me at all. Killed it. Yeah. Uh, passive manipulation. This is the piano tune that Meg sings. <laughs> and, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that song. Right, just very soft. It's just her, and, and I like when she does a song, like per album. Like she needs one mm-hmm. song per album, I think, and it Fair. should only be like a minute and a half, two minutes top. I don't want to do anything more than that. I don't want to do anything more than just one song. But she's got like a good, a good plain old people voice. In this band, this band like prides himself on being plain old people, but churching mm-hmm. their music up to the nth degree. But when they just dumb it down to let her just plain old people voice shine, it mm-hmm. really like embodies like the blues essence that anybody can just do this. Anybody can get up onto the microphone and just start speaking and just sing and just do whatever you want. And I like that because I like, I think her voice is easy to listen to and it's just, it's just she sounds truthful. Yeah. I, I dig. I can see that. I can see that. But I mean, that's like most indie music too. It's, it's very plain old people music, and uh, it's very generic. But and you're right about the White Stripes. They they church it up just enough to make themselves stand out from the indie scene, but not they're not like outlandish enough to be in any other genre. They're they're pretty plain old people. And I I really came to that conclusion after this week because I some of these records I haven't listened to since they came out, and uh, and I, now I understand why I haven't. Because some of it is bad, pretty people. No, no, they're not bad. No, no, there's there's nothing bad at all. It's just like listening to the fucking Foo Fighters, but like the best Foo Fighters is still not as good as Get Behind Me, Satan. Oh, that's wrong. Uh, so number six uh, for you is Get Behind Me at is get <laughs> is Get Behind Me, Satan. Yeah. So uh, my at uh, my number six is also Get Behind Me, Satan. Fifth record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you tried to change it. <laughs> and it was just worse. It I was know. just worse. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> that was so smooth. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This this Get Behind Me Satan record is uh, it's definitely their worst. It's it's pretty pretty boring. Uh, um, <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, um, uh, that's better. <laughs> I can't help it. But yeah. anyway, this this record it's it's definitely more acoustic based, and and I do hear what you're saying. With there's a there's a ton of piano. This record would be really good if it was just Jack White with just an acoustic guitar. Leave out any other instruments. It would have been really solid. But it's it's way too slow. It doesn't have a lot of energy except for the one song, Blue Orchid, which I think is probably my favorite White Stripe song. Whoa! If not like top three, maybe top two. Yeah, I love, I've always loved this song. Wow. Yeah, this is, I, I just, I love that damn song. It's so good. Um, but... <laughs> 
but other otherwise yeah this album this album blows i i would i don't like this i don't think it's a good album uh, this would be definitely sub two this would probably be like 1.25 on a rating system our three-point rating system this would be a 1.25 for me yeah i, I just can, care I so little that. for it yeah it's it's really disappointing and then you get icky thump after this i mean this is a huge difference in not just styles but just energy it, it's a very different record but yeah, get behind me, Satan. Nah, whatever. This is my number six. Blue Orchid, one of their best songs, if not their best song. So what do you got for number five? Why is my number five? Oh, okay. Yeah, my number five is, uh, I don't even know how to say it, but they they still, they stigil. They stigil. They stigil. They stigil. Well, you released, because I'm pretty sure it's not they stigil. It's probably they still. Nah, they stigil. They stigil. They stigil is my number five. This uh, this this is their third album, two thousand, right? No, it's no. their second record. Second record, year two thousand. Yeah. Year two thousand. Pottery reading's hard, but that's fine. This is a uh, this is this is the record I most glossed over out of all of the records, even more so than Get Behind Me Satan. And that's not to say that I listen to Get Behind Me Satan a ton in in recent years or anything. It's just I've always forgot about this one. Hmm. Until they did like a repressing on Vinyl Me Please, and then like it kind of blew up and it got better. And then I listened to it again then, and just kind of glossed over the songs. And I was like, okay, it's cool. Did you, like, did you get it on vinyl? No. Okay. No, because because I didn't I didn't I knew that I didn't like it to begin with. No, I didn't dislike it, but I just didn't like it to be a White Stripes buy to begin with. Like, it's got some incredibly different sounds on it. Mm-hmm. Like other than their debut and and even subsequent albums, there's some really solid melodies here that just are a little bit more pop forward, and it's it's still a killer album. And like I would never like change any of these songs if they came on the radio or anything. They're all really good. Yeah, but like I dude, I just know they're ready to drop something that's the best of both worlds from their first album and then this one together. And so this is just kind of like a like a stepping stone. And this mm-hmm. band, this band, I mean, besides Get Behind Me, Satan, my rankings, this band just gets better and better with time. They perfect their sound, but then still go back to the original sound, but then take the original sound and tweak it a little bit, and then incorporate entirely new sounds. This band is just a, a band that progresses in ways that are that are like just fucking perfect. Yeah, I would agree with you on that, on that one, that, that last part for sure. Um, but yeah, that my favorite track is uh, the last track. I think it's called "Your Your Southern Can Is Mine." Your Southern uh, Can remember. Is Mine. Yeah, I, it's it's a very bluesy and folk sounding song. Acoustic guitar, gang vocals with a tambourine, mm-hmm. and a record that just like tore us apart really, with great melodies throughout the entire thing. And just honestly, like Jack White's guitar tone is just damn near unmatched. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> I know he has one of the raddest tones. So like this and knowing record, where it came from, it makes it even cooler. But dude, we'll get into uh, that later. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll get into that when we do the main album. Yeah, yeah. So a, a record that just like tore you up, and then it ends on this really soft, kind of like folky, very acoustic-driven blues song, which is a nice, a nice relief that we needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite. All right, Deja or Destigil. 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 Uh, that's also my number five. Oh god, the second damn. record. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that our our rankings have matched up this much. I'm very very surprised by this. Uh, but to me, this one is just an extension of their first record. I don't think like they did anything different. I think it's still very garage rock, uh, with with some pop melodies, but nothing that 
that stands out significantly. There's nothing that I, I don't remember really any of the hooks at all off this record. And the one song that, that stood out a bit to me would be little bird uh, because that, that blues guitar lick is just mixed with his guitar tone. It's so, it's so nice. It's so fucking nice. He, he just has this, he's an amazing blues guitar player and I wouldn't say he's underrated, but I wish he was more popular because of his, his actual guitar playing and not because of his kind of weirdness and stuff like that, which I feel like overshadows a lot of his, his capabilities. Yeah. But otherwise, no, th- this record is, it's good. I would, I, I mean, I'm not going to go back to this. I mean, but it's like if you saw this for like 10 bucks on vinyl, like I just, uh, you, you'd, pay, you'd probably pick it up. $7, I'd pick it up. If you saw, I guarantee, if you saw it for ten dollars, you'd pick it up. If I, I saw it for seven, would. I'd pick it up. You're saying that, but I know you would for ten. If it was free, I would definitely pick it up. But uh, otherwise, yeah, no, this record, eh, whatever. I, I'll, I'll pass. Give it a one point five. One point okay. five. Damn, we're still in the ones. I'm in the we're two point sixes already. No, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, nah. <laughs> this fucking guy. Nat. Uh, so, what's your number four? Is their first white stripes? Their white stripes, white stripes is nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. This is uh, their debut. It's a banger, man. This is a pretty fucking good album. It's a little, it's a little unpolished in the songwriting, but it makes up for that just in pure grit. The mm-hmm. slide guitar when it's just Jack doing the slide guitar because I found out this week that it's not just him doing slide on that album. When it's Who just him, that? I don't know. It's another person that he worked with on the first album to do slide guitar also. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's on point, man. And like good, a good slide is always going to sound great. No matter what the genre is, I think a good slide is always going to sound fucking cool. Yeah. But then when you put that. it, when you put it into a cool genre, like fuck me, it's so, it's, dude, it's just, <laughs> it's key to this sound. The garage thing here. Into a cool genre. Right, because slide guitar is so fucking rad, and to play a slide guitar is not as easy as you think. To stick that mm-hmm. fucking thing on your finger, like you gotta, like you gotta ruin your frets if you start sliding that baby up and down. Yeah, it's true. It's not it's an a, easy instrument. It's a lot more difficult, but it's key to this sound. And the garage thing they do here is top notch. When they add these little like blues influences here, mm-hmm. you can already tell that they're going to be unstoppable. This is a sound that was was. Like unheard of, and and this one came out kind of at the same time as the the era of bands, yeah, <laughs> and the Led like Zeppelins. I, I yeah, the Led, yeah, we're doing the Will Sasso thing, the Led Zeppelins, <laughs> <laughs> the, the sums. <laughs> but but as much as I love like the Strokes, like the White Stripes Play. coming out coming out the gate with something like this and just turning everybody upside down and and blowing me away, truly. Truly blown me away. Yeah, I mean they they are, you know, far 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 better than the Strokes have ever been. Ugh. Even, well, even like Led Zeppelin's better than the White Stripes. So let's let's stop talking about the White Stripes because Zeppelin's better. What the fuck <laughs> doesn't mean nothing? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, it means, it means a lot nothing. because the Strokes it are means not good. nothing. The Strokes are really not that good. That's all you wanted to say. So you've all say. you've all been duped. Yeah, you've all been duped. Like, you've been duped. You skip Annie, uh, whoever else likes the Strokes. You've all been duped. All been duped. Justin, I don't know. I don't know who else likes the White Stripes. Or, I mean, the Strokes. Mm-hmm. Probably everybody, because they're great. No, they're not. I heard that album is really great. We'll do it on the pod, and uh, and then you'll understand why it's not very great. 
I, st- anyway. I still listen to it. It's a good album. Whatever. You have it on the vinyls? I do. Okay. That sucks. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So is that all you got for your number four? Or? Yeah. My, my yeah. So like the big three, oh, yeah, Kill My Baby, was always kind of like my favorite song. I, I It's a, like the popular one from this album. And, Wait, and what song? The big three killed my baby. Oh, okay, okay. The big three killed my baby. About like the the Ford and GM and Chrysler, whatever. Kind of like the only political song they did up until Iggy Thump. And uh, that, that I really like that song because that's always been like a long time one for me. And it's just really two fucking chords back and forth. But uh, Cannon. Cannon is my new favorite from this album. That's like right in the middle. I guess it's a mm. Sun House cover. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Dude, and it's like, God damn. He does his lead part in the last part of the song, and it just mm-hmm. kind of like sort of falls. And it's similar It's similar to surf rock, like how the surf rock stuff kind of like, like our song when we do it, and we have a, the, the, <laughs> the lead guitar yeah. in there. It's just it's single verb picking of that type of stuff, but he does it in a very bluesy way. And like, who does that? How do you do that? Why did Only you do Jack that? Only Jack White. He he honestly he did do a lot of rad things. There's Even nobody some, yeah. there's nobody better than Jack White at taking the most basic fucking riff and making it into Seven Nation Army. <laughs> like <laughs> truly, know, right? truly. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a song I'm sick of. That's for sure. I enjoyed but, this week. Eh, it was alright. It was alright. So my number four is also. Um, no, it is not. Yeah, it is. What? Yeah. The the first record, the, the self-titled, The White Stripes, The White Stripes. This is my number four. I I think this album is, it's it's very garage rock. It's very raw sounding, like you said. The, this is like, this is a good debut record for this kind of band. And I like that it's unpolished. I think it's, it sounds good. It, 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 it sounds good in that sense, but melody wise and, knowing what Jack White was able to do a few albums later, that's where this album kind of falls flat because it would be great. Like if he had the, those great strong melodies on some of the later records, but then threw it on this one and had that rawness to it, that would be rad. That'd be super rad. But otherwise this album's this album's good. I mean, I wouldn't go back to it. This is another album I wouldn't go back to, but uh, it's, it was, it was a, it was a good listen through. Um, but I'm glad they, they definitely got better after this. Because, fuck, man, if I had to listen to five of these records, because really, the first two records are almost identical. Like they're bar- like this one's barely better than the second album. Barely, yeah. barely better. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'd agree. Uh, but the song I really liked was Astro. Uh, this one had that kind of like marching band, not marching band, but like like a marching kind of song. It was very staccato and and uh, how it was presented. And I really like that. I just I mixed that with with the the garage soundiness of it, or like the I don't want to say lo-fi, but I guess lo-fi would be the best. No, that's not that's not a good way to describe it. But I I don't know. This album was was whatever. But I I mean I would never go back to this. I would give this one a one point seven five. So we're, we're getting there. We're almost to the twos. On our, Damn, on our you do not like stuff. the white stripes, do you? I was uh I was actually very surprised at how kind of bland i kind of thought thought a lot of the their music the not a lot but some of the music say this about the white stripes but you were like disillusioned to the fact that the foo fighters are the most bland rock band oh no they're very bland the past 30 years i agree they are very bland but i mean 
like I said, the the first two White Stripes records and Get Behind Me Satan are pretty bland too. They really are. They're not bad, but they're just they they don't they don't excite me really. It's not until you get to the to the last three records or not last three, but you know, Elephant, White Blood Cells, and Nicky Thump, where I feel like there's like true excitement. There's some really Damn, good songs. That's what your rankings. <laughs> no, it's not. Elephant, no, White no, Blood not. Cells, and Nicky Thump. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You just gave us your three, two, one. No, I didn't. Okay, okay, okay. You didn't even know. You, I do know. Been here. You've never you just got been got. Here. You just got yourself. I did not. This get This is got. insane. This is insanity. I did not get got. This is Jeremy Lin sanity right now. Is what's happening. <laughs> this oh, is dude, that crazy. Was, that that whole Lin sanity that was so dumb. But no, you're wrong because okay. Um, okay. I didn't give out my rank, my, rank, okay. my rankings. Okay. That's fine. Uh, you can keep thinking that. So yeah, like I said, my number four, the White Stripes, self-titled. Astro is the best song on there, but uh, I would never go back to it. Uh, I I would I would get the album if it was free, but oh, other God. than that, that, that nah. means that means nothing. <laughs> okay, so what do you got for uh, for your number three? This one, this is the biggest surprise of the night. Okay, I was I was I was surprised. This is the one I wanted to do, and then decided oh. against it. Yeah. This has been oh. long my favorite White Stripes album. And that's Elephant, their fifth album, wow. 2003. I can't believe that. So I'm much like you. I, I'm, I'm in the 1.75 realm with, with White Stripes' White Stripes'. Is. Oh, okay. So you're, yeah. you're just being a fussy, fussy yeah, boy no, for, sure. for no reason. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I, but I, I mean, like White Stripes, their, their debut coming out, I mean, that's, that's making heads turn. It's not like a great album when you get into it. But that may also only be because we now have a report card to go back to and look forward to. And we have Elephant and Nicky Thumb and White Blood Cells. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see what you did. Uh-huh. But, you know, you didn't. Or maybe I purposely tripped it up to, 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 to trick possible. you. It's possible. But, yeah, Elephant, man. This is, like, we went from a 1.75 from White Stripes to White Stripes to well above a 2. I don't want to tell you what I think Elephant <laughs> is, but it's well above a 2. It is, uh, right. it is fucking phenomenal. All of their sounds are here. Everything you want from the White Stripes is right here. They they aren't quite pushing the boundaries of songwriting because we do have Icky Thump coming up. So obviously Icky Thump's higher for me than Elephant. So they're not quite I, I pushing the boundaries of, of, of songwriting as we know them to be able to do. But here we're seeing them push the boundaries on recording, right? They're using an old eight track. They're using no gear made before or made after 1963 and they put out as a two-piece a full sounding but also somehow just really bare bones garage rock record that's mm. some of the best it's ever been it's it is unbelievable that essentially 75 to 80 percent of this band is just one dude yeah true and that's when it really could be 100 percent because he could play the drums better than Meg. So honestly, I, I think the only reason why he kept the White Stripes together was because it was because of the brand. Well, yeah, because and, and he could have he could have done everything likes Meg, easily. Though. He likes he likes that he he. I mean, there's been articles and, and stories in the past and interviews where he's kind of like laughed and scoffed it off, but it's been like a well known thing that Meg is there to just be a very very basic metronome to his guitar playing. And he doesn't want her to get better. He doesn't want her to take lessons. He doesn't want her to do anything fancy. And we'll hear it in Icky Thumb. My God. There are a couple <laughs> tracks in Icky Thumb. Where I'm just like, just don't even fucking play them. But 
that's that's why she is there. And I, I get it. I that's fucking that's rad. That's cool. And and there's not a whole lot written about whether or not she contributes to like his mindset while he writes the songs. So maybe there's another thing there too where he can bounce ideas off of her, even though he takes credit for all of it. I don't know. I, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but I don't know what that's even worth. But uh there's no there's no home for you here. Okay. That's that's my that's my new banger from this album. There's no home for you here, now go away. I'm surprised. There's no home I'm for you here. I mean this I'm is very surprised the, So again, like I came into Elephant thinking that I'm I, this is going to be perfect. This is going to be the best that they've ever done because it kind of it's really good. It's really really fucking good. And then I started reading more into like the recording and I knew like he tried to use a lot of older equipment, but yeah. just using an old it wasn't just like an 8 track that somebody had like refurbed and then it worked. It was some piece of shit A track that he got that he made work for him. And then <laughs> Typical to hear, Jack White. Yeah, and then to hear a song like There's No Home For You Here, all of the dubbing and the layering that goes on to this. And then, like, I don't even know how the fucking A track works, but when I see a picture of it, it looks like shit. Like, <laughs> it, I, I, it looks terrible. It looks like something that would be so tedious and time-consuming that I wouldn't even know where to begin Recording with old analog tape and shit. Yeah. There's just no fucking way. And just like pushing the limits on an eight track further than, than people have ever done because technology got better and so everybody progressed. Except yeah. for him. And then the, <laughs> he throws in like these harmonics and there's some weird like octave sounding layering and I just I don't know how he's doing it with such limited technology, but he does it and it's mind blowing. <laughs> it is pretty remarkable. It really is. All right, so that is your number three. Yeah. So my number three is uh, is also Elephant, and uh, goddamn some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I'm I'm very surprised. Like when you text me early this week saying, you know, let's not do Elephant. I was uh, I was relieved. I was honestly relieved because I think this is a great record, but definitely far from their best. Far from the best. It's not um, far from their best. It's just well, it's, not. It's far their from. best. It's still good. Still good. Still good. It was like a 1.99. No, this is a solid too. Elephants is solid. I, w- I would get this on vinyl. So this is where we go from, you know, getting it for free to actually wanting to buy it. So, okay. yeah, Elephant is my number three. Uh, this this one has a few more ballads than the, the stuff before. So they were kind of... They were kind of getting more. Obviously, they're experimenting more, and they were they were kind of getting out of the garage rock scene, which is good because the damn that can get really mundane fast, especially when you have just two people and only one of them is doing most of the work. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, this is a really solid record. And my favorite song, which is I think has just been a banger for as long as I've heard it, is Black Math. I mean, that song is. You can't fuck with that song. It's amazing. <laughs> and it, you know, after listening to it again this week, it's been a long time since I've listened to it, but it's uh, it sounds a lot like a riff that Queens of the Stone Age would throw out there. It's it's that dun 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 dun. dun. It's like almost this like galloping staccato yeah, I thing. Could, that, I could I could hear it. That Queens do a lot, yeah. And maybe that's why I like it so much because I'm I'm becoming more and more of a Queensman. As the years, of, I mean, I've always liked that band, but uh, you know, in more recent years, I've getting been getting more and more into them. But yeah, there was Elephant is a is a solid record, but I'm glad I'm glad we're not doing it for our album of the week. Let's just say that. So that's okay. number three, Elephant by the White Stripes. What do you got for number two? White blood cells. Okay. 
Right. Yeah, I, I knew this was being the top three. Yeah, there's just no fucking way. This it is. Has to be. This is like a good mashup of their first two records, and then better than both <laughs> of them combined. Like they took all the best things from the first two records, and then used those as demos to write a better album for White Blood Cells. It's it's incredibly raw sounding and very basic in its approach. It's gritty. It's loud, but there's also a really strong focus on melody and songwriting. And a lot of the songs here are incredibly fucking catchy. But then they're presented like Fell in Love with a Girl. Like it's mm-hmm. just a fucking really fast, kind of like punk rock tune. And it's not even two minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It, 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 it's, I think it's like a, it's a minute and like 28 seconds or some shit. It's unbelievable. And I, yeah. I think their best song, like the White Stripes' best song is Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground. Like that is oh, That's a great song. Like I think that is what perfectly sums up the White Stripes. It's it's fast, it's slow, it's heavy, it's dainty. It kind of like goes off in its own. It's got the the bass at the boom boom boom. Like that basic falling riff. Everything about that song is absolutely perfect. Not my favorite song, but I think it's their best song. All My right. favorite song That's from fair. this album is Little Room. Ah, oh, Little Room is so good. It's how, how stupid is this song? It's fucking <laughs> not even a minute long. It's just, I love singing along to this, and it's just about the most gritty, stripped-down shithole of a thing they could have possibly done. Like, when you're writing a song, you get better and better by doing that, much as mm-hmm. they're doing in their, in their career at this point. But then you got to remember where you started, and so also kind of throw it back to write songs that sound like what you were doing to be fo- beforehand. And like that's exactly the career approach they have taken, even to Icky Thump, which is obviously my number one. But Is it? Yeah. Well, I just said White Blood Cells is my number two. I, but is <laughs> it really their best? Is Icky Thump really their best, though? Yeah, I know. I, dude, there's no way you think White Blood Cells is better than Icky Thump. I know for a fact that is. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So number two for you is White Blood Cells. Yeah. Uh, their third record and my my number two is um it's also white blood cells i know you you yeah. gave you you know you gave yourself away <laughs> know, did you up. did you realize when yeah, you did yeah. it <laughs> like right when i said it i realized fuck, i tried to play it <laughs> off but you you picked up on it you picked up on it quick. oh instantly <laughs> yeah I, I really blew that one like i, I literally read it I, I was reading it too like <laughs> 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 i read it in order that's so dumb <laughs> Oh man. But anyway, yeah, White Blood Cells, third record. Uh this one this is where they finally where Jack decided to finally write like pop melodies, pop hooks, and uh and it worked out very, very well for them. And uh I mean fell in love with the girl, that was that song fucking exploded. And this just has like you were saying, it has the perfect amount of the garage rock or kind of what they were doing best on their first three records or first two records. And just just very very much churched it up from those two, and and adding all the, the the pop stuff to it, it's a damn fine record. And and I thought I would like Elephant more than this, but you know this this one kind of it surprised me. I haven't listened to it in I haven't listened to any White Stripes honestly in years, except for Icky Thump. But I, I they're one of those bands I never really go back to that often. Damn. But they're always good. They're always good though. Like I don't I don't really have anything bad to say about them. But White Blood Cells. Um, great fucking record and hotel yorba is a top three white stripe song for me that's that that's my favorite song on this one and i love just like kind of the folkiness of it um 
I, I the stripped down feel of the song. Th- this song outside of I mean, this song hooked me more than fell in love with a girl. I remember watching the video for this and I thought it was such a cool, cool song and just it's so simple. It's it's so simple in how blues rocket or how blue like Mississippi Delta blues it is, but then made into like a modern song. Like he he encapsulated encapsulated that that Mississippi feel or the Delta feel so well for the the late nineties, early two thousands. He it's pretty fucking genius. So mm. that mm. that's my favorite song, mm. Hotel Yorba, top three. Top three fucking uh white stripe songs. At so that that leads us to our number one. Yeah. And this this actually I mean I joke a lot where, you know, I don't say stuff often or things don't happen often, but this does not happen often. Really not, doesn't. Not in this capacity in any way, shape, or form. Especially with like six five. records. Yeah, especially with six records. Like maybe like three, if the band has like three records, if they have one record, you know, then we'll be the same. But six records, that's color me impressed. Color me yeah, impressed. Yeah, it, it's only happened with RTJ and then Dead Kennedys and then yeah. Aqua for whatever, like three records, I think. Yeah. But those are like easy, those are easy to, to, you know, be the same on. But the, the White Star, I, I just, I'm really surprised. Yeah. I'm this very, is, very surprised by that. This is but something else. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. So, yeah, stay tuned for the main episode because we're going to get into Icky Thump, obviously, their best record. Uh, so while you're listening to that, go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, Asinai Radio is a social media and thanks for all thanks for listening to all your friends and that's it that's all mm. big way